0: gentlemen. We're back. It's another episode of Reliving the Lights, a Friday Night Lights rewatch podcast. My name is Josh Kuypers.
1: My name is Anthony
0: Oakland. We're going to talk about Friday Night Lights tonight. Hope you're all right with that. Uh, Anthony, I don't have to wonder what we're going to talk about um, before this episode because you just recently returned from Texas uh, again. So let's hear about it. Give us the the Texas experience.
1: Yeah, you know, had never been there prior to us beginning the show. Yeah. And now I have been there <laughs> twice within the last year, <laughs> Yeah, uh, just barely. But, uh yeah, you know, I got to say nothing against Texas, but I really, truly feel like the two cities that I've been in, in Texas, Dallas and Houston. And now, I mean, we drove back, so I experienced like, You know, all these little small towns uh, Uh and and Waco, which is about Sioux Falls size. Yeah. I don't think I could ever live in Texas. (laughs) Well, see, now you've, you've, but you've
0: gone to the two big cities that I like the least in Texas. You got to go to Austin. You got to go to San Antonio. Those are way better than Dallas. Sorry to uh, (laughs) Miles Kuyper and (laughs) uh, any other Texas listeners, but uh, Dallas and Houston, hmm,
1: Nah. Yeah, but they're just They're just so sprawling
0: Yeah, that's, that's for
1: sure I feel like you probably don't have this Problem, but I Get very anxious driving In cities uh-huh. uh, Especially cities that I don't know well Okay, but even If I go to Minneapolis, I get A little like yeah, uh, You know, like on that highway in and out uh-huh. Like that uh-huh. goes through like Bloomington uh-huh. So Like just being like in that area i'm just like there's so much it just goes on forever <laughs> mm-hmm. um i will say we went to um this suburb called the woodlands texas the yeah, suburb of houston yep. very nice seeming community yeah so, that's uh
0: that's yeah where all the rich people live
1: right very very nice uh areas but man yeah, I got. I do have to check. We have to check out Austin. We have to go. Yes, yes, um, absolutely. And do our our Friday Night Lights uh trip at some point. But for now, <laughs> you're not uh, you're not rushing back to Texas. I, I don't see myself. uh Even Waco, Waco felt like uh it, it felt like Brookings, like a hmm. small dying town that is only being kept alive by a major <laughs> <Joanna university. Gaines. laughs> Well, yeah, and Joanna Gaines. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh,
0: I mean, what what were some highlights though? Uh, I mean, I know you drank some Lone Star beer. Uh, yes, got to do it. Yep. Uh, did you have some barbecue?
1: We did have some barbecue, but only on our way back. Actually, oh, we, yeah. had, we, we had we uh, had barbecue in Wichita <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> on the drive back, which was actually it was pretty good. Pretty good barbecue. Yeah, I believe that. I believe that. No, I, I was bummed. We I had intended. I mean, that's a um, it was a must for me to get some barbecue but we just didn't we went to a what i thought was angie had said it was a cajun slash barbecue place but it turned out to just be a cajun Cajun. place which is fine it was Mm -hmm. good yeah but didn't and then you know the uh that was the day before the wedding and then we just went out to like a bar and ate bar food that Mm -hmm. night Mm mm-hmm and then what did we do for lunch the day of the wedding? I don't even remember. It couldn't have been that good. It wasn't that bad. <laughs> <yeah. laughs> I remember it wasn't, wasn't barbecue. And then, gosh, what did we do that day? I was super hungover. So I <laughs> um, I don't recall. But uh, and there's a highlight that we can talk about in a moment but and then yeah the night of the wedding we had you know wedding food and it mm-hmm. was you know it was good mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. uh and then they had water burger come in at like oh. uh you know at like 11 p.m oh that's a good had, idea yeah but they only had they didn't have the actual burgers they had like the chicken biscuits which were good oh but i was like right. i want to try water burger i want to try the burger yeah. you know like yeah. it's in the name absolutely but, uh, yeah it was a very fancy wedding uh they had a bathroom attendant, which I have only experienced a few times <laughs> in my life. Nice. The <laughs> sink where you wash your hands in the bathroom was connected to the women's bathroom. So it's like you put your hand under this kind of divider and you could like run into like what? one of the ladies hands. Oh, I it was don't like weird. that.
0: It's very weird.
1: Or if you had to take a
0: loud <laughs> shit, it's just open to the women's. Side. I mean,
1: but only this much and like on so if i'm standing up it was like here Uh, okay your hands in. it's just kind of this like you know probably three feet wide Uh you know four inch tall little thing that had just water coming out of it like below the mirror yeah so um actually (laughs) there was one point that you know i have a relatively loud (laughs) voice naturally my just general speaking voice is very loud and i could like hear angie like anthony is that you (laughs) like uh yeah it was very interesting one of the bartenders shout out to gabriel
0: gabriel shout out i was
1: uh, i ordered an old-fashioned and he gave me a like because they they had like it was an open bar but only for certain liquors Mm -hmm. and so like i think they're well you know bourbon was jim beam Mm -hmm. and i went up and ordered an old-fashioned and this guy goes you like bullet rye and i was like yeah <laughs> and he was like one second he went to the back and he he was hooking me up with like good whiskey oh, all dang. night nice with the uh with the old fashioned. so shout out to gabriel gabriel what's up man i slipped him a 20 mm. um and yeah you know it was it was, a, it was a fun wedding but highlight i will say uh this bar pjs <laughs> that we went to did <laughs> i send you the snap uh yes, you did. I did see that. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so just for the viewers,
0: like, that he had a koozie there. Add yeah, one to yeah. the koozie collection.
1: Yeah. I actually grabbed two of these. Or the um, listeners, not the viewers. Yeah. yeah. They uh yeah, there's this bar we went to. If you ever find yourself in Houston, <laughs> Texas, listeners, in the Montrose neighborhood, I highly recommend checking out PJ's sports bar. <laughs> a dude, it looked uh, creepy to me. <laughs> it was like an old it was clearly an old college party house that got repurposed. It's literally like walking into a house. Like it's even got like a welcome thing on the door (laughs) and you walk in and like there's a bar in what I suppose would be the living room. Yeah. And then you go up the stairs and upstairs. uh, Yeah. They had a karaoke uh, upstairs and just bunch of tables and stuff. And like, there was a few like pizza boxes. I couldn't tell if those were like decor or if they (laughs) served pizza. Yeah. Or if it was, but it added to the atmosphere. (laughs) uh of of the bar it was man it was spectacular um we like we as we got there the dude who was doing karaoke as we walked in was doing some like (laughs) metal song you know like which was insane um i did flagpole sita which has kind of become my my karaoke go-to because man it just gets the people going absolutely uh the vibes were there and Mm -hmm. so very good time highly recommend BJ Sports Bar <laughs> in the Montrose neighborhood of Houston, Texas. Uh, great time! And then I I do have to mention uh, we so we drove back two day trip, uh, back to South Dakota. I think mm-hmm. it was all told like sixteen hours, something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we drove through all of Texas <laughs> on our way back <laughs> Oklahoma, and then made it to to just north of Wichita. The first day, we stopped at the Oklahoma City bombing memorial. The museum was closed. Which I was very disappointed by because it was open till 5 and we got there at like 4.30, but they stopped selling tickets at 4, apparently. Oh. So just a heads up if you're ever going on a road trip to <laughs> Oklahoma City. Right. But the memorial, the outdoor memorial was very nice. Uh, yeah, we weren't originally, Waco wasn't even on our route. We went about 40 miles out of our way to go to Waco and then stop at Joanna Gaines's magnolia market for an hour and a half which (laughs) delayed us Uh, yeah Um, oh which is the reason that you couldn't go to to okay gotcha yeah we couldn't go to the memorial but yeah the following day we stopped in abilene kansas and visited the uh eisenhower presidential (laughs) (laughs) library and i gotta say yeah loved it but yeah. I, I spent like two and a half hours uh going through the museum and like his like final resting place is there. Okay, yeah. Um his childhood home is there. It wasn't it wasn't open at this time, like they're renovating mm-hmm. it or whatever. Mm-hmm. But uh I bought some uh we bought like a magnet and uh I actually went against my usual rules and actually bought an Eisenhower koozie. <laughs>
0: um, <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. I usually don't, buy, don't koozies, buy koozies,
1: But um and then what else did I buy? Oh, and I bought a coffee mug too, so. Nice. nice. So, shout out to my boy, my boy Ike. Don't make him like this anymore. Oh, wow, yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, we'll just go jump right ahead and say we'll do an Anthony Gets political segment. <laughs> you know, the man invented the uh, basically interstate. single-handedly the interstate system. Yeah. Uh, you know, if, if the Republican Party of today would shut that down, <laughs> yeah, you know, absolutely. his own yeah. his own party would shut that down uh dude absolutely ripped great the last great republican president (laughs) there you go
0: uh i've never been to a presidential library that's just like a library of like stuff they wrote and like their letters and correspondences and stuff or so the library itself right
1: the library itself is, it's a library. Yeah. It's like, um, you, we actually couldn't go in the library mm-hmm. because it's, they were like, oh, yeah, that's only f- if you're here for like research. Okay. Uh, yeah. which, you know, who's, <laughs> who's going to Abilene, Kansas, uh, to do, you know, who's, who is allowed in? Yeah. I don't know. But, um, But, no, like, there's a whole museum in there. Uh, Mm -hmm. I could have spent another, like, hour in there. Like, by the time we got to the part where he was president, Angie's dad was texting us and was like, hey, how far (laughs) are you guys in? (laughs) Uh, So, because he had already been there, so. Oh, gotcha. Um, Yeah, I could have easily spent another hour in there. Nice,
0: nice. Well, that sounds sounds like a good time. Yeah. Uh, So, probably... Well, I guess we won't have any more podcasts to talk about it. But I, I was going to say, probably not. Probably not any more Texas trips on the horizon for us to talk about on the no.
1: podcast. But maybe once we future. actually make it to Austin, Absolutely. we'll do a a final <laughs> actual uh, bonus episode of. Yep. Yep. All right,
0: that sounds good. Uh, so, what do you got in that PJ's uh, koozie there tonight?
1: Yeah, I've got just uh, the standby, the uh, Graham Belt Premium. Uh, I I will be starting to get extreme on low carb again next mm-hmm. week. I was mm-hmm. low carbonate uh, for the two weeks leading up to the wedding to fit into my suit a little bit better, which did help. Yes, but uh, I do have a lot of grain belts in the fridge and no Diet Cokes left. I got to say, uh, not a usual soda guy. I haven't drank soda consistently since I was 20 years old and I'm now 34, almost and a half. And, uh, but let me tell you when doing low carb stuff, that diet Coke was a hit. <laughs> Absolutely.
0: Uh, be careful with that, that diet Coke, that it'll get you hooked, man. You'll, I know. uh, yeah,
1: it's bad, but no, that's what I, I was going to do. Uh, I was going to do rum and diet Cokes tonight for, for yep. low carb, And, and, uh, unfortunately, no uh, DCs. no such luck, but I've got some, I've got some primos that are, you know, just taking up space in the fridge and hopefully, yep. We'll see how long I can last on on low carb uh, going forward. But for now, and also, I'm planning to uh, hit the theater tomorrow, uh, see a couple movies. So I don't want to be super hungover uh, (laughs) like happens often when we drink liquor on the show or when I drink liquor on the show, I should say.
0: Yep. Well, you'll have to keep me in line then because I am drinking liquor uh, right off the bat. I am low carb uh, at the moment. You inspired me, and I feel like low carb has gotten much easier in the past couple years uh, since I did it last. Because there's low carb tortillas and low carb ice cream, and that's a that's a game changer for me. But unfortunately, Bacardi Limon does not fit in the low carb category. <laughs> Hate that. So I had it is, to go out. It's season. <laughs> there you go. Uh, I just went out and bought the cheapest unflavored white rum that I could get it does not taste very good I missed the Bacardi Limon but I have a, a Paramount white rum with cherry lime flavored water beverage from Walmart so
1: I was wondering if uh, yeah what the lowest or what cheapest uh, rum there is out there is that like the Hawkeye vodka of, yeah. of rum? Basically? it's literally
0: it's literally at Walmart it's on the bottom shelf in a big plastic jug you know Actually, there was one that was cheaper, but I hadn't had that one before, and I was too scared to go even cheaper than Paramount Rum. So (laughs) it's not good, but uh, it's not, it's drinkable. So that's what we're drinking. That's what Anthony did in Texas. Let's get into the episode. This is episode 12 of season five. It is entitled Texas Whatever. Uh, it originally aired February second of twenty eleven. It was rated TV fourteen, and once again, it was forty three minutes long,
1: on the dot. Uh, well, Haven, I it, was like, it was like it was like forty three minutes and a few seconds. I did actually at one point oh. late in the episode. Not because I didn't <laughs> like the episode. It was very good, and we'll get into that. But uh, because I think I was cutting it relatively close to yeah. recording time, and I was uh, like, how much left is, is there? Because, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I did notice that the recording time was a little bit. So that's not on the dot, 43
0: Because I thought when I got done with this episode, I was like, it's over already? What the heck? Mm-hmm. So uh, 43 minutes approximately. Uh, Haven Iron Oak, I see, has something to say about it. Why don't you uh, fill us in?
1: Yeah, of course. The school board considers eliminating a football program to meet budget cuts, making Dylan a one-team one, town, one team town again. Meanwhile, Tammy considers a job offer that Coach Taylor is eager to dismiss. Tyra returns to town and questions Tim about his plan to leave Texas. The Panthers boosters approach Buddy. Luke confronts Tim about his relationship with Becky. Following an abortive open school board hearing, Vince and Jess try to plead the Lions case directly with the chairman of the school board.
0: Okay. Overall, (laughs) I thought that was very high quality. Uh, There were a couple of things that raised eyebrows. One, the Panthers boosters. I feel like it should be Panther boosters uh, is how it's usually referred to on the show. I don't know what the proper also, Following an abortive open school board, yeah, weird, that's just an uh, interesting word choice. Weird phrasing. I understand what he's saying, but uh, and maybe that's just uh, a product of the news cycle that we are current that we currently find right. ourselves in. <laughs> right? But abortive is maybe not a word that I would throw in there, but you know, uh, that's just Haven Iron Oak. Though I'm more interested in what Movie Dude Two had to say.
1: Yeah, so uh movie dude two, I will say uh, I just watched the episode. My wife just got home from work. I had to write this one without her. Oh no. Which uh this is only the <laughs> maybe second time that I've had to do it. So yeah, uh she's rummaging around for something in the kitchen behind me. So uh we'll go ahead and see if um how she feels and how you feel and how the <laughs> okay. the folks at home feel about I like it uh about it. Won't be as good because I didn't help. <laughs> true that and uh, honestly I'm not that uh, that nuts about this one but here we go (laughs) okay Tammy is getting serious about leaving Dylan and taking this job offer in Philadelphia Tyra leaves wherever the hell she was to come back to Dylan (laughs) to try to convince Tim that maybe he doesn't want to leave for the oil fields of Alaska Uh, Luke isn't ready to leave Dylan for the Costco and bass fishing in the same town as the (laughs) D3 school trying to recruit him (laughs) meanwhile one whole football team will be living Dylan for good this year
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I actually, in this episode, I wrote down two different possible themes. It was like, I know that I'm not actually writing this, but I feel like I'm picking up on a theme and leave when Tim was talking about leaving Texas, I wrote leaving. So I, I'm on board with you there. Uh, I thought that was good. Yeah. And I didn't even, uh, I didn't even get the, uh, one football team is leaving Dylan. (laughs) So, it was it was no Angie uh, assisted synopsis, but it was good. It was good. Thank you. <clears> Thank <throat> you. All right, uh, let's get into it here. I was very confused on this first scene. It's been a while since we recorded, and yes. so I couldn't remember exactly what was happening. And I just we see Tammy getting dropped off at home by a strange man. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> what is happening here? <laughs> Uh, but no, I'm assuming that was a taxi. Uh, yeah, it was a yellow just, cab. Was it? Okay, I missed yeah. that. Um, so she gets dropped off at home, coming back from the airport, from her visit to the college, Braymore, I think it is. Um,
1: I've lost track of all the fictional colleges <laughs> in this show. <laughs> right. Shane State, Wayne Guard. I don't. Yeah, yeah. And that's why I. That's why I in my synopsis, I didn't even write down what the name of Luke's potential yeah. colleges because I didn't. I. Yeah,
0: doesn't actually matter. Uh, Tamby's college. We'll just call it. Um, so she gets back from that, and she is met by coach who says that he has a surprise for her. She turns around,
1: and Julie is
0: home a week
1: early from school. Um, Something else I did take note of in the scene. I don't know if you want to talk. There's there's a few uh, sidebars I might have in this episode. But uh, (laughs) what coach was uh, watching? Yeah, coach (laughs) was uh, asleep on the couch with QVC on TV. Yes, which seems like like, why wasn't he watching ESPN?
0: It was interesting to me because I feel like between QVC and later on, Matt Saracen bringing home a Christmas tree, they were like really trying to point uh, out yeah. that it was like Christmas time. Because on, yeah. on QVC, they were like selling some Santa thing is right, what yeah. I noticed. Yep. I noticed like, that. I was well. like, why are they pushing this Christmas thing? It, also, yeah. that there's a couple There was a
1: couple other spots in there too that there was... Christmas, Christmas themed, really? stuff. Huh. It seems completely
0: unrelevant to
1: anything that actually
0: happened. I guess Matt coming home for Christmas.
1: Yeah, I think it's maybe setting a bit. And same with Tyra. Like, I think it's setting uh, a bit of a tone yeah. uh, for for some of those things. But also, yeah, it does seem late. But maybe that's just because we're in South it's Dakota. Texas, and yeah. yeah, yeah, Texas. We, can't, we
0: cannot be playing football on December twenty right. fifth. So. Right. Uh, yes. Uh, good, good note there. Was there, was there something else there or, or the sidebars are for later? No, that, that just, yeah.
1: just that, just yeah. that I've got, I've got more ahead. Okay. <laughs> good deal. Uh,
0: I was also confused by this scene and I remain confused by it. Why was Tim throwing stuff out of his trailer yeah I don't or know. the trailer I, that he's squatting in or I whatever? Was,
1: I was wondering the same thing, uh, exactly what, yeah, he's, we just see Tim kind of throwing everything out of the trailer yeah we don't know why he's just aggravated in general i guess, I guess but yeah it really feels like they could have contextualized this you yeah. know but i guess they had to hit that 43 minute mark so. <laughs> uh
0: I, we may have talked about this in a previous episode but we don't know who actually lives in that house do we
1: no, we saw the silhouette of somebody last that's right. time. I think it's implied that it's maybe Becky's mom, but maybe we really she's don't back. Yeah. I don't think they could get uh, Alicia Witt back. So yeah, I think they what, just yeah. are doing the implication.
0: Yep. So lots of lots of questions on that very short little scene there. Yes. Um, but next we're over at East Dillon.
1: Yeah, there's a big uh, media presence on the East Dillon campus. All the local news affiliates. Mm-hmm. Are there mm-hmm. Principal Levi Is pretty upset by All of this <laughs> Eric what the hell is going on here
0: <laughs> What do you have going on tomorrow
1: I'm going to go uh, see To the movie theater okay so yeah, if you I'm blow gonna... out your voice
0: Doing Principal yeah, Levi I'm gonna... impressions you're fine <laughs>
1: <laughs> Yeah I'm going to be in a place where I need to be quiet Yeah, I'm going to go see that Nicolas Cage movie And The Northman finally because I've been putting off both Oh yeah
0: movies. You will be fine to do principal Levi. So I'll leave yes. you in charge of all the impressions. <laughs> thank you, tonight. thank
1: you. Uh I coach there's Taylor, not too much of it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's not too much Levi in
0: this episode. <laughs> not yeah. Not compared to some previous episodes yeah. we've had. Uh but he, he coach says, you know, it's for state, you'll get used to it. And I don't know if I want to get used to it. <laughs> Sorry, I was supposed to let you do that. I got to save my vocal cords. <laughs> Uh, speaking of saving things, uh, the lions are down at the grocery store, trying to save their team, trying to uh, organize and get people to come to the town meeting about the football team decision.
1: Yeah, I feel like they could have cut a big portion of this scene uh, because it's basically irrelevant, and added something more to the Tim scene <laughs> because <laughs> yeah, they're just outside the grocery store and they're talking about like we need how- babysitters. <laughs> Yeah, all the people that are coming into the grocery store are moms and they're not going to be able to go into the meeting because they have kids and they need a babysitter.
0: Yeah, so we should get Jess to do it or get friends. So I thought this would be part of the storyline of the episode. Like, oh, we got to get babysitters. We got to get Jess uh, in. No, nothing. Um, Also, I'm not sure that that. Well, definitely because the town meeting was abortive, but uh, I don't think. Like getting a bunch of people there would sway that decision much. It seems right. like it was like a financial decision. Like I don't know.
1: Yeah, yeah. It,
0: but I suppose you got to do something. I you feel like you got to do something.
1: Getting all of the like minority women living in East Dillon is going to change <laughs> anybody's mind. Yeah,
0: because if we know there's one thing that uh, West Texans care about, it's the opinions of uh, minority women. Right. Exactly.
1: <laughs> yep. And I only point that out because uh, how at one point Luke is like Amigas, <laughs> <laughs> he's like handing out the <laughs> handing out the brochures or whatever for the uh, meeting.
0: Maybe he was just doing a bit like you with Rosa. That could be. <laughs> that could be it. Uh, yeah. So weird little scene there. Next, we see Billy and Mandy are having an ultrasound. And, oh, uh, oh.
1: Uh, I I will, we got to go yeah. back. Okay. Um, the, the one relevant thing about the scene outside the grocery store is that Luke mentions to uh, Vince that coaches set up a meeting with recruiters from a D3 school. Mm. Yes. That is the the one relevant thing that happens. Yeah.
0: I, and I honestly missed that because I was uh, assuming that the, the important thing was that they needed a babysitter, <laughs> was the babysitter thing. Yeah. Yeah. So after that, uh, we find out that Billy and Mandy are having twins. Billy's pumped.
1: Mandy looks scared. That's about it. Mindy is having a depressive episode throughout this entire like entire yeah. episode, and Billy does not know how to handle it. And no. does not what? handle it well. Not at all. It, there was this scene and the next scene, or one of the later scenes with them, it was like almost hard to watch. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, for sure. Uh we've
0: we've mentioned before that Billy Riggins is not good under stress, and he if he's not good under his own stress, he might be even worse under other people's stress because he's just completely clueless.
1: Yeah. Mindy so, is in a bad place, I think. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah.
0: And I, my, if I found out we were having twins, my reaction would be much closer (laughs) to Mindy's than, than Billy's. So, uh,
1: Tammy goes, yeah. (laughs)
0: Uh, Tammy goes to coach's office to tell him about the job offer. She says, you know, this is what they, this is what they offered me. Uh, she points out, she, this is the first that he knows that, they offered her the Dean job, right? She tells him that then she says she wants to do it. Coach is like, that's kind of a long commute from Texas. Um, So I'm, I think we've kind of talked about this a little bit with this situation, but uh, who are you siding with here on? Not, not on the big. Okay. Let me rephrase that. Um, Do you think Tammy brings this up well, or do you think it's a little, I feel like it's a little too, This is the way it is.
1: Yeah. I think I understand Tammy's Mm -hmm. approach and I understand her like being anxious to tell coach and excited. Did she do it in the most responsible way? No, Mm -hmm. but on the other hand, coach handles it very immaturely as well. So I swing
0: wildly back and forth in this episode on like, Whose whose side I thought I thought I was on as I was watching it like right ooh Tammy I wouldn't have I wouldn't have done it like that and then the next scene it's like yeah damn coach like (laughs) come on man you know yeah so I think it's kind of all over the place it's just not good communication is what's going on here
1: right I think that they're both handling it very poorly but at the same time If I put myself and Angie in this situation, (laughs) I probably see a very similar uh, uh, communication. Absolutely. So, absolutely. I was
0: about to say that, that uh, (laughs) I definitely are. My marriage has no room to talk on quality (laughs) of communication about hard things, but I'm just not a direct communicator at all. I'm a very indirect person. And so direct communication, like just freaks me out. So when Tammy (laughs) says like, (laughs) I got this job, I want to do it. I've been following you for 18 years. It's my turn now. Like, Oh, that, <laughs> that scares me. So, um, yeah, I felt like it was
1: a little bit of an ambush here, but yeah. And I, I, I like I said, I don't think that she did that intentionally to ambush. No, I think she was, she was just That's genuinely fair. excited and couldn't keep it in anymore. Yes. Yes. All right.
0: Next we see Tim working at Buddies. And Billy comes in.
1: Yes. One thing I do want to mention is throughout this episode, we see three or four incredible buddies bar shirts that I want. Oh, man. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Billy, Billy comes in the bar. He's just wants to talk to Tim. Tim kind of tries to blow him off and ignore him a little bit, but uh, finally, you know, (laughs) walks over and listens. Billy apologizes for everything, you know, tries to make things right. Tim tells him that he is planning to move to Alaska Mm -hmm. after his parole is up to go work on the pipeline up there. Uh, Billy is not too thrilled with this information. No,
0: I think he says like, there's no opportunities up there, which I would disagree. There are plenty of opportunities in Alaska. You just have to go live in Alaska to seize that opportunity. And I think uh, a very defining line here is you're just going to leave Texas, which is where I was cued into like, Ooh, this could be a theme here. And you took the leaving theme as well. So Billy pretty incredulous at the thought of someone just leaving Texas. Jess is struggling with the clothes dryer in the locker room kind of making a little scene there. Vince goes to help her out and she kind of spills her guts to him about, you know, how working with coach was, has been a dream come true, an opportunity that, you know, she never thought she'd ever be able to really have. But if the lions um, are done after this year, then, you know, her job with coach will more than likely be done and it'll be over. And so she's pretty worked up about that. Vince, tries to comfort her, I guess.
1: Yep. tries to console her a little bit. Luke over at, I think at Buddy's, Luke really? is meeting, I'm not sure. <laughs> oh, maybe not. Maybe not. Somewhere, some public place. Yep. Luke is meeting with the recruiters from the D3 school that he is <laughs> I have no... I've uh, f- forgotten now. Being recruited to... They tell him all about how this town... Is it in Texas? It was hard to
0: it's a good question for
1: sure but let's assume so the the recruiters tell him hey, we just got a new costco we uh, <laughs> they put in like, a new movie theater yeah they put in a new movie theater you like you like fishing uh yeah i guess i probably would <laughs> so <something laughs> he, he yeah. says something the way he phrased it made it sound like he's never actually been fishing yeah, before right. but he assumes <laughs> that he would enjoy it uh like i think he says like yeah probably uh, so they tell him, "Oh yeah, while well, you come down. We'll take you out on the the bass fishing boat. It's an eighteen footer." <laughs> and yeah, the Luke is is just seeming a little timid. He doesn't seem yeah. that into it. Yeah,
0: pretty underwhelmed is what I what I put. I don't know if you noticed the line from like the older guy of the two that was uh meeting with Luke when he sat down at the very beginning of the scene. <laughs> he, he's walking. He sh- like shuffles over the table and he sits down. He's like That's a good pudding. I love a good pudding.
1: (laughs) No, I did not catch that. Yeah.
0: So, yeah, I don't know if it's buddies. I don't know if Buddy serves pudding or or not.
1: I'm not a pudding guy. I'm not really either. You can
0: put pudding in my donuts and I'll eat it, but. I'm not just uh, going to like you whip know, up a batch of pudding. My, uh, Lindsay loves to, like, make a thing of pudding after a meal and, you know, have some chocolate pudding, but not me. I
1: can do, like, the Long John's from the Platte Bakery. That's the only, and that's, like, a cream. Yeah, that's, that's not cream. even a pudding. I don't like a pudding in my donut. Uh, honestly, yeah, like, I can maybe do, like, a snack pack chocolate pudding, uh-huh. but I couldn't tell you the last time that I had, like, a homemade pudding. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you go low
0: carb, buddy, and uh, sugar-free snack packs become your friend. I Ooh, I go with the Jello, weird. the sugar-free uh, Jello.
1: Gel is another thing. I don't. I think I just don't like mm. gel things as a uh, yeah. as a uh, texture because I don't like Fair most enough. gummies either. Ooh, yeah, I love gummies. Not a gummy guy. It, the texture weirds <laughs> me out. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh,
0: well, you just can't appreciate a good pudding.
1: I I guess. Yeah, that must be it. I used to, when I was a kid, I used to love chocolate pudding. I remember like going to the pizza ranch buffet and just like loading (laughs) up on chocolate pudding. Right on. I can like, I can still do a chocolate pudding, but it's gotta be like a snack pack. I don't think I could. There's just something. Uh, Yeah. uh, Like about like a, you know, an amorphous liquid solid. uh, (laughs) uh,
0: (laughs) That's fair. I can understand that. We've established that you're a big texture guy. I am. Gotta <laughs> uh, there's a big crowd to watch the Lions practice. Um, so that's, I mean, they've come a long way in the last couple of years. Yeah, in that the was, last, yeah, kind of a thing for West Dillon when Coach was there. But no, they got a, they got a full crowd just to watch practice, uh, which boggles my mind. Um, Coach gets interviewed before the practice, um. I can't remember what they asked him, but, you know,
1: standard coach stuff. Yeah, he he speaks really highly of Vince. Yep. Specifically. An interview just talks about how great of a kid Vince is, etc. Not getting Um, distracted. I remember that. Yep. Yep. And then after he walks away from the the reporter, I guess, Luke kind of comes up and he asks Luke about the meeting with the recruiters. And Luke is pretty vague he kind of downplayed it.
0: <laughs> yeah, he gives him a pretty BS answer about, you know, he says, well, "They're n- nice guys. They're uh passionate about me and about the program. So, yeah, really good, coach." Um, not very convincing. Uh b- b- next we see Buddy listening to Slam and Sammy on the radio. And man, I used to be so fond of Slam and Sammy, but all we ever hear from Slam and Sammy anymore is just Shitting on the lions.
1: Yeah. Lion trash talk. We don't love to hear it. No. Um, He's cooking up something on his, in a frying pan too. I couldn't <laughs> tell exactly what <laughs> oh, it was. Yeah, he
0: yeah, was. I didn't, I didn't notice either. I got to assume it was a big cut of steak. Yeah. But, <laughs> um, a Panther booster knocks on his door um, to kind of give him a heads up. Like, Hey, I've got some information. The lions are on their way out. Uh, it's going to be the Panthers, and w- they want Buddy to head up the boosters. And because they need someone to handle Vince. I don't, so I don't know. I think they're getting Buddy to get Coach to get Vince. I feel like this is like a domino. Right. Thing. Like they it's want very- Vince, but without Coach. But that, Vince yeah. is gonna play no matter what, but they need someone right. to handle him, which I guess
1: that, braces, that makes but... sense. When I was watching to the scene, I was just like, why do they care if Buddy <laughs> is there? Like is one yeah. of the boosters? Like, who cares? Because yeah. the thing is, too, if there's one football team in town, he's f-ing Buddy Garrity. Like, what is he gonna do? Not care about football? Right. <laughs> like, he not, to he's do not
0: it. gonna be a fan of the one football team in town. Uh I <sighs> The, I don't know. I, I think, guess I th- maybe how it could be explained to in my mind is that they it seems like maybe they realized that they really screwed up with the whole McCoy thing because because right. the stud of suds basically like took that over and like had his way with it, but then they must have left,
1: yeah. Because and so we, they they want to get rid about- of Mac
0: now and they want to get coached, yeah. they want to get back to. It what seems to be
1: implied that Mac McGill is now the head coach of the Dillon Panthers.
0: Yeah. Um, oh yeah. Cause which, he wasn't before. Right. right. No, it yeah. was
1: Wade. Aikman. It, yeah. Right. Um, It's just, the whole thing is very bizarre to me because it's like, yeah, we don't really know what happened to the McCoys, which no. is whatever. Yeah. But I think it's fascinating because it's like, <laughs> I get it. I get that, like Buddy made a big gesture of like moving away and deciding I'm not a Panther anymore, and Coach really turned his back on the Dillon Panthers and the whole program. Uh-huh. But at the heart of all of that was Wade Aikman and freaking Joe yeah, McCoy, right? I feel like any reasonable person would just let bygones be bygones in this situation (laughs) and just not care. Yeah. But, and that's coming from somebody who's from a town smaller than what Dylan is implied (laughs) to be. (laughs) Right. You know? Yeah. Yeah. The the beef
0: is, the beef is with the McCoys. It's not necessarily with, I mean, they did treat coach pretty crappy. Like the town
1: did. The, the town and that, that organization took the McCoy's side over coach Taylor. Mm -hmm. So I understand to an extent, but man, you got to just, yeah. Let bygones be (laughs) bygones.
0: I got to assume that uh, this is the second to last episode, right? I got to assume that by the end of the next episode, we find out that buddy is back uh, to his
1: old Panther booster ways. Yeah, he's learned nothing from the entire five <laughs> years that we've known him. <laughs> uh,
0: you know, it. this is maybe more of a recap episode uh, conversation, so we can dig into it more. But I feel like Buddy has grown as a person uh, over the yeah. last five seasons. We don't have right. nearly as many... Buddy Garrity, uh, sleazeball moves of the week. This is true. This is true. We got to dig a little deeper than we used to. What's but what did we say? Buddy's name, actual name was Donnie. Oh yeah, (laughs) Buddy Donnie Garrity. So maybe maybe he has grown, but I think he's going to be back on his bull by the end of the (laughs) (laughs) next episode. (laughs) Uh, Tim is working at Buddy's. Uh, in a cool t-shirt, I assume based on our yes. earlier yep. conversation, Fair. uh, some sleazy bar patron calls him a jailbird and Tim basically threatens to kill him. Um, as this is happening, goodness gracious, it's Tyra Colette.
1: We love to see her.
0: She's looking very good. Oof. I might say better than ever.
1: <laughs> man. You, you, yeah, I, blonde hair. Man. I understand.
0: Yep, yeah. I knew that that was a that that would be problematic for you. But, um, but yeah, Tyra's she back. Looks
1: great, she looks great.
0: We got to have Tyra back for the end of the for yes. the end of the season. are uh, we're probably not going to get Lila back, are we? How do how do I we get Lila back?
1: I think we get Lila. Is
0: she going to show up?
1: I think so. I um, don't quote me for sure, but I'm pretty sure that I I'm pretty sure that everybody comes back for the last episode.
0: Yeah. Uh, I could not. It, we've talked about this before over past seasons. Could not remember who Tim ends up with, but I think I know where we're heading now. There's, there's so, heavy
1: implications here. Yeah. Yep. Yep. We'll get into that in a few moments. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tyra. Tyra comes in. She kind of cracks a joke. She apparently just witnessed this whole thing go down. uh yeah. Without saying anything, was just waiting for the right moment to step in. <laughs> Very dramatic.
0: Tammy is sitting, I think, sitting at home. She's very sad about the job. You can kind of see it on her face. Uh, Coach comes in, apologizes for, you know, how he responded to her conversation earlier. Um, He says, you know, I know how much this means to you. I really do. But we have an obvious problem here. And he said, I am sorry, but we have an obvious problem here. Tammy kind of says like, I don't see this as a problem. This could actually be like a solution to a, a problem, depending on how the Lions Panthers mm-hmm. situation works out. Um, and she, you know, can't we even have this conversation and coach walks out of the room on here. And in my notes, I say, okay, now I'm on Tammy's side
1: <laughs> <laughs> of
0: this. So. uh
1: Back at Buddy's, Tim is apparently on a break and talking with Tyra. They catch up a little bit outside. She actually breaks the news to Tim about Billy and Mindy having twins or having twins on the way, I yeah. should say. Uh, yeah, I don't have really much else uh, about this scene.
0: Yeah. Um Next, uh, speaking of the twins, we see mandy crying in bed because stewie won't (laughs) i just purposely this whole family
1: were beefing so hard that i
0: refuse to call them by their names so mandy is crying in bed because stewie won't even remember who she is because she's having twins which i think is like a really weird thing to be worried about
1: once again i think she's having mandy is in a deep depression like legit needs yeah. to talk to yeah. somebody who's not Billy because she is in a bad place. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's yeah. No, it's no joke. Uh, what she seems to be going through. And I have, um, known many people, my, and I think she'd be fine with me saying this cause she publishes, published it <laughs> very publicly. But, uh, uh, my own wife, you know, I was really struggled with, postpartum stuff even though like we're adoptive like Mm -hmm. still like just the complete upheaval of life that is bringing a new child into your home so like i i have some sympathy for for mandy here billy however tries to comfort her but his comfort is based on the idea that he'll be coaching football next year and mandy's like well we don't know that for sure and billy's like yes yes there will be like there will be a football team, there will be a East Dillon Lions.
1: Uh so not very comforting, Billy. Oh no. Billy does not, yeah, he's in over his head. Uh I'm very if this couple existed in real life and I saw this conversation happen, <laughs> I would be very concerned. Absolutely. But since we're beefing, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Screw you guys. Uh coach lets out practice. Buddy pulls him aside after practice, um, you know, kind of asks him, hey, what are you thinking? If things don't go the right way at this meeting, um, you know, what are you thinking you're going to do? Uh, Coach kind of says, well, I'm – what." he plays it off almost like Billy. Doesn't Eric, he?
1: think about it. <laughs> the best of East Dillon and the best of the Dillon Panthers <laughs> coming together, a super team. That was a really good buddy. I gotta Thank say, you. yeah,
0: that was good. Uh, but he 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 tempts Eric with that and says uh, he he implies that he knows that they're not going to go with Mac McGill as head coach. So I'm trying to tempt Eric to, Eric a little bit here. Uh, Ma Colette is back. Uh, we see the Colette girls and Becky and Billy are. Having a little party. I don't know if this is like a uh like a congratulations, you're having twins party or right, like a Tyra's home
1: party. Or yeah, because like Becky is there too. Oh yeah. So it's hard to tell exactly what I guess because she's basically is. a part
0: of the Billy and Mandy family yes. now, I guess.
1: Yeah. Where's she living? She's at Riggins. Uh I think she's still living with Billy and Mindy, isn't she? Okay. Or is she living because her well, dad was... yeah. Yes, because her dad left and Mindy witnessed it because Mindy was didn't Yeah,
0: and she took her she took her made her yeah. come back home. But there was something that was said later in the episode where I was confused, but I yeah. Um so they're having a little party. Ma Collette is badgering Billy about what they're going to do for money next year when the Lions are no longer a team. Um once again, Billy doesn't really want to talk about that.
1: What happened to Riggins Riggs? Uh, like, do it got we,
0: shut down because oh, they had because a of the chop, chop shop thing? Yeah, okay. and Tim went to jail. Yeah, Was
1: that explicitly stated that that's what happened? Did uh, I just maybe not explicitly, it? but okay. I feel like
0: that's that's a pretty easy conclusion to come to. Sure. Okay. But it, I don't think it was okay. explained specifically, but I got to assume that, you know, if someone had to go to jail for a year or whatever, it's going to be. I wonder
1: what happened to their longhorn. Butchered. <laughs> R.I.P. Steaks. Uh, what was the... Do you remember the bull's name? I can't. I
0: can never remember it. You remembered it longer than I did. Yeah. If anyone can remember the name of the longhorn steer... Uh, I'm embarrassed that I can't. <clears throat> tweet at us. We need to know that. Oh, uh, so Billy does mention that Tim is moving to Alaska, which is... Uh, news to Tyra Tim had not mentioned this to her yet
1: yeah Billy Tyra and Becky all kind of look concerned hearing this news yep Um,
0: Julie drives past Matt and Grandma Saracen's uh, house I assumed that it was deserted Uh, in this scene but I don't think it was I think that was when we see Grandma Saracen later that's in her house so it's just run down
1: no I had written in my notes that is this house just vacant because uh, Matt's old sign out front was Mm -hmm. like still like it wasn't out front but it was visible sideways yeah yeah so it was there but not but I'd forgotten on display I'd forgotten I think back in season three that Matt had grandma living in a, an assisted living home and then was like nope I'm taking you back home that was when Billy and Mandy got married Yeah,
0: that's right so she's got in home care we find out uh, later she's she's no Carlota but, uh, yeah. but she does have an in home nurse uh, Becky goes out to see Luke she heads out to the farm and she wants to explain some things about Tim I was confused, but then I remembered that Luke had driven by when Becky was talking to Tim and Luke had floored it and driven off in a huff, uh, seeing that. So, you know, Becky just explains like, you know, this is who Tim is to me. This is what, you know, he did for me, but like, that's not real. Um, you know, there've, there've been some misunderstandings and all that. And like, but you're real, like you're the one you're who I want. And wow. uh low point for Luke here. What? Yeah. Like what an idiot. <laughs> Jeez Louise. Luke tells her that's real pretty. You should put it in a little poem. Ooh, Becky. He's <laughs> yeah. like, screw you then. Okay. Yeah. Goodbye. Asshole. Man.
1: Just an absolute dick move from Luke. What an idiot. It seems like maybe Luke,
0: Luke has not had a uh, good conflict resolution or, uh, expressing emotions modeled to him from his mother who we know is a piece of work and his dad also like no you got to stay home and work (laughs) on the farm right uh so i just feel like maybe luke doesn't have a grid for how to actually yeah communicate that's that's a good have confrontation that's
1: good um that's good analysis yeah i i don't think i would have I was just like, man, this guy's a like <laughs> yeah, what, how how what how could anybody in that situation be like that? Yeah, but yeah. that uh, I think that's good now. So I think it explains very well.
0: I could have a little compassion that way, but it was still awful. That doesn't yeah. change how awful it was. Uh, all I have for the next scene is that we got a real Parks and Rec situation going on. At, yeah, uh, Panthers and Lions meeting to decide yeah, which football the, team is going to stay. The
1: abortive hearing, if you will. <laughs> right. Uh it's just pure chaos.
0: Everybody's yelling at everybody else and everybody's completely unreasonable and pretty I mean, yeah, pretty pretty passionate town about their football yeah. and uh, yes. that comes that comes across. Even though East Dillon did not give two shits about their football team
1: a year. Yeah. But <clears throat> That, uh, but you know what? You know what gets the crowd going is somebody starts shouting state, state, state,
0: <laughs> state. That always gets the people going in this show. Okay. Uh, next, Billy is writing and rehearsing how he's going to ask Coach about the job situation while he's driving. <laughs> almost has a wreck uh, in his big eye. Yeah. <laughs> it's a little sh-
1: this sh- is a, shook up. but A good comedy moment. Uh, where <laughs> we... We... we, <laughs> we we, we see billy rehearsing what we think is part of this speech that he's going to give to coach but it turns out it's just the whole thing he is having he's preparing and repeating over and over this one sentence
0: i didn't even think about how funny that was i oh, noticed yeah. i noticed it but now that you mentioned it yeah that's really funny he was like agonizing over that yeah. one that one
1: sentence. He's even, he's like writing it down as he's driving. As he's but driving, yeah. Like, my financial situation has me concerned about what the football <laughs> landscape looks like next year. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that much, Billy. No, and uh, he
0: asked Coach directly that, and Coach says, "Well, the football landscape's a little blurry right now. Wish he, wish I could be a little more definitive, but I can't." And Billy just <laughs> okay. Walks away. <laughs> so, I don't think that yeah. went like Billy had worked up
1: in his Definitely. mind. No. Luke,
0: Luke heads over to Buddy's for a cheeseburger and a coke.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Supposedly. <laughs> yeah. He he saunters in. It. It's hard to like tell if if Buddy's just isn't doing good business or if yes. like I almost thought it seemed like they were closed. <laughs> yeah, it was did just, seem like it. Yeah. I mean,
0: I got to assume it's mainly a bar and that, yeah, right. maybe it's open for lunch. Be, I don't know. But I, know. I, I was, wondered whether Buddy's was doing well because later on we see an outside shot, an exterior shot of Buddy's bar. And there's like half the neon sign is out on two different neon <laughs> signs. Like half of it is out. It's like, didn't this bar start this
1: season? <laughs> <laughs> he bought old uh, neon signs from somewhere else,
0: I guess. But geez, uh, it's it's looking pretty sketch on the outside. So, um, but yes, Luke sits down. He orders a cheeseburger. And can I get you anything? Or how you know how can I help you? Or whatever. Yeah, can I get a cheeseburger and coke? Um, and
1: is that uh, it?
0: Yeah, is that it? And then, uh, t- uh Luke asks him if he's in love with becky <laughs> and tim like just about laughs out loud at this question you you yeah. serious <laughs> <laughs> you serious clark um <clears throat> and tim explains like no like i care about her and i was there for her when nobody else really was but you know that's about it yeah Th- this seems to satisfy luke
1: yes yeah and then Luke also asks about his football future ask have you ever heard of the d3 college that I'm considering <laughs> going to uh Tim says no and he's like well, I don't know about my football future looks like or whatever and Tim just basically tells him like hey you're going to state yeah get out there play like it's your last game like put all your heart into it etc yeah over this scene we got a a pretty solid little music cue. I yeah. texted you about this. Yeah,
0: you did. I did not notice what it was. So
1: fill yeah. me in. The vibes were good. I was I was digging it. I feel like you would like it. So I added it to my summer playlist, even my 22 2022 summer playlist. Song by the name of One Pillow by Justin Mather. All right, I got it pulled up,
0: so I'll listen to it uh when we're done recording here. Uh I did not notice it, but good deal. Yeah, I dug it. Um next, Vince and Jess go to see like kind of the the guy who was in charge of that meeting. So I don't know what his official job is, but he's like some sort of person who makes the decisions on Dylan
1: athletics, we'll say. Yeah, it was like hard a to just try to just have Vince and Jess speaking with some dude <laughs> about theory. Uh, I think Haven Iron Oak had put uh, in the notes the chairman of the school board. Oh. Okay. Sure. I so. trust Haven on that.
0: Um, <clears throat> The dude looks haggard, though. Looks like he's been through hell the yeah. last couple days on this. Um, Vince basically tells him, like, hey, he's still in football. saved my life. Coach Taylor saved my life. Um, you know, this is, this is all we got. Uh, and the guy like, thanks him and says like, Hey, this was the best part of my day. Um,
1: yeah, I couldn't tell if he was like being sarcastic or if he was. No, I
0: don't think he, I think he was being serious because when they said that, Hey, we're not here to like yell or argue or anything like that. He was like, well, that's, refreshing and i think he was serious about that so i think it was actually good for him to hear some positives that have happened in his school Mm -hmm. district and some positive reasons rather than just like f you you can't take our football team so we get another scene with uh, a quick scene with tyra and tim
1: yeah they're just out talking by the trailer tim uh kind of reveals to tyra that because tyra is like not sure exactly where tim and billy had the falling out and Mm -hmm. so tim reveals to tyra that he took the fall for billy and that's why there's kind of bad blood yep
0: next we see tammy she's drinking at the kitchen counter um not a huge pour, but I got to assume that she had that glass filled up and she's, you know, two-thirds yeah. of the way through it.
1: That's, that's, that's that's yeah, either that or it's round two or three of the night. That's a good point, for yeah. Sure. Uh,
0: Julie comes in. Julie can tell that something is wrong, I think. Um, you know, is everything okay? We find out that the meeting where they make the decision about Easter West Dylan is tonight. Julie asks, Tammy, so what are you hoping for? and Tammy responds I hope the lions get to stay put and I hope that I get to be the dean of Braymore College I wrote it down Next is it was uh I mean the obvious music cue Yes um I think this is the third time they've brought it back Yes yeah still good still yeah, I think it was
1: in episode 2 of the first season and then I think in the season finale of season one. Yeah. And now here in the penultimate episode.
0: Yes. Uh, I, it's not overdone in my mind. Um, I agree. Still, still hits. Uh, they do make the announcement outside of the, you got people, like by the way, the song,
1: the song is devil town. We don't, I think we said, but do we the not? <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes. Devil town.
1: um,
0: like th- there are people camped outside the meeting to hear what they decide. Um and they make the announcement it's gonna be the Panthers next year. East Dillon, the East Dillon Lions have been eliminated, is how he <laughs> worded it, which I thought was a little harsh. Yeah. Um, yeah, so obviously the West Dillon people are pumped, East Dillon people are kind of thrown by that. Coach pulls Vince aside and says Hey, you're going to be, I don't, I don't know if you said star or starting quarterback. Said
1: you're going to be the star quarterback of the Dylan Panthers next year. Yep. And you were going to shine. You are going to shine. Um,
0: so he has that little moment with Vince and then he goes and gets in his car and freaking buddy is sitting in his car, <laughs> looking up at yeah. the ceiling. Uh, we need to talk. <laughs> Eric. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Eric, Eric, Eric. <laughs> Yeah, uh, a true buddy moment, buddy. I think Buddy is getting back into Panther Buddy form.
1: Yeah, he sees what's coming. He sees the writing on the wall. Yep, Tyra and Julie reunite. We don't know the last time that they saw each other. <laughs> uh, we I kind of forgot that they were old friends. Honestly, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. But they they talk a little bit. They're outside of like the Allo Freeze, or maybe it's uh france hamburgers Fr- Fr- hamburgers, <laughs> <laughs> or the diner who knows but they're talking uh they're just kind of basically catching up we you know i think tyra makes a comment about how uh the city of dylan is like a drug yeah how when you're away from it you kind of are just like wow that's insane that anybody wants to be involved in that but when you're caught up in it yeah, you know, it's, it, it's there's no
0: other possible reality yes. she said which man tyra has just become like the philosopher of this show you know? i uh,
1: i don't want to like spoil it because i think we'll do a capstone episode where we kind of review the entire series and talk yeah. about you know our favorite this that and everything but i really think that tyra might be my favorite character the cor- this time oh, the, the right. character. i think my entire yeah the yeah. entire i think of of the entire series uh, for sure, the most to me relatable uh, yeah. this go around. Yeah,
0: yeah. I thought it. Yeah, I thought it was a a pretty profound little moment. Um, Julie says, "Yeah, it's a hard place to shake." And Tyra says, "Yeah, I didn't really see that coming." Tyra asks about Matt. How's it going with Maddie? And uh, Julie says, "Like they're good, but she doesn't really know like what they are or what they aren't." And Tyra, in once again, in uh, philosopher form says life's harder when you really love someone. Um, I also noticed that they were drinking out of red solo cups outside of the diner, which I thought was, was weird. Um, so unless I don't know, maybe people drink liquor in their there, own liquor in parking lots. This uh, whole, this right whole series.
1: Highway. This whole series has several scenes <laughs> of people drinking alcohol in places where you don't typically drink alcohol <laughs> um two scenes coming up uh, as a great example. Yes, so. absolutely. Yeah. Yep, yeah, for sure.
0: Uh well, yes. Uh coach and buddy are just getting drunk by the Panthers football field. Uh, right, you you felt like they were in, pretty inebriated at it this seemed point. Like a it, yeah, seemed like they little tuned up. They're deep, talking yeah. pretty pretty strong. Um buddy tells coach that you know they're going to want that the Dillon Panthers are going to want coach for Vince. That booster that came and talked to Buddy said they needed somebody that could handle Vince. Yep. Um, and coach says I can never come back to that school um, and coach. But Buddy once again lays it on that like you'll have everything yeah. that you could ever want or need. Eric, <laughs> think about
1: it. Next year you'll have two state championships. <laughs> Next year you'll win a third. You'll be you'll win three in six years. You'll be the first person to ever do that. <laughs> you'll have the best facilities. You'll, there's nothing you can't do.
0: <laughs> Where did this excellent buddy impression come from? You're, you're just <laughs> you're nailing it tonight. <laughs> Thank I don't you. Know, I don't know. <laughs> Uh yes, exactly. Uh potential for three rings in six years. So Buddy's laying it on thick. He's going full. I think it's uh, just,
1: just coming back from Texas. I think I, oh, I got I got ooh, a taste that's of the it. accent up close. That must be
0: it. Yeah. <laughs> uh but buddy is fully back in booster mode for sure. Uh as we mentioned, uh the Lions players are drinking in a place where you just don't do that
1: yeah they're on the uh, practice field but it's in a classic like you know it's a classic scene i think we've seen this happen yeah because i'm guessing that buddy and uh coach are at the playing field no
0: they're at the panthers oh were they yep okay and i'm these guys had to be at the the game field because they the there was like lions or an L or whatever oh, sure. painted on. And you don't paint the practice like right. decoration on the practice field. Uh So they're just lights on, right? <laughs> yeah. Stadium lights on. So people are, people and are going to
1: notice. It's only the characters that we've come to know. It's literally Tinker, <laughs> Tinker. buddy, junior, Vince, Hastings, Ruckle, <laughs> And
0: Luke. Luke. Yeah. <laughs> That's because everybody else on the team is literally a rotating cast <laughs> and they have zero continuity from week to week. Yeah. Um, but yes, they are out in the middle of the field under the stadium lights drinking the week before state. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: The it, week before is, state. It's, it was very reminiscent to me of the, uh, the scene in Dazed and Confused where they're drinking on the field at the end. Where they're just kind of like having that moment where they realize like this is the end, and yeah. so they're like, "I'm gonna take some grass." <laughs> <You know? laughs> Did they do that in Days and Confused? Too? No, but just, oh, yeah. you know, it yeah. was it was a very similar vibe to yeah,
0: right. And obviously, they're throwing back to Riggins and
1: yeah, yeah, because they we've seen we've seen players that, yes drink on the field at least three times before <laughs> in this in this right. show. So.
0: I feel like the fact that it's a week before state really ups the.
1: Uh, I agree. Stupidity of this. They're hammered. Yeah, <laughs> but yes,
0: they are. Uh, Tinker is trying to cut out a piece of grass to take home to plant in his yard, so that he can always have a piece of this, you know, forever. Even even though East line Ly- the East Dillon Lions won't be a thing anymore, he'll still have that <laughs> patch of grass in his lawn. Freaking Buddy Junior pukes. Buddy Jr. is
1: just a friend <laughs> Is a loser. Well, <laughs> kid. wasn't Buddy? Was it Buddy or was it Tinker that was doing the freaking Samoa dance at the beginning? That of was Tinker. Tinker, was Tinker yeah.
0: <laughs> they should have learned their lesson for that. Who broke their leg <laughs> yeah, doing that? It was Buddy, Buddy Junior. Jr. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Looks exactly like him, though. So glad he's around. Uh, Tim is cleaning up at Buddy's uh, closing. I assume. Uh, Tyra comes to talk to him you know kind of urges him like don't turn your back on Billy he's you know the one person who's been there for you your whole life and she just kind of says her piece about that and then leaves but Tim follows her out
1: yep chases her down basically just says Tyra don't leave and they kiss
0: yes they do passionately and it's it's on oh yes um this is where I noticed that Buddy's signs were all burned out. Uh, less than a year, like months, months into
1: his business opening. Yeah, the, we saw this going up at the at like the end of the summer. Right. And now it's Christmas.
0: From from August to December, his establishment has completely fallen apart into <laughs> disrepair. Uh, Coach arrives back home, tells Tammy the news. Uh, of course, Tammy's already heard it. Um, about the East Dillon Lions being eliminated. Um, You know, he tells her that they want him to coach the Panthers. It's going to be everything he could wish for and want. Um, Tammy, I feel like this was just a knockout punch here um, where I was like, damn, Tammy, you're right. Uh, She says, I'm going to say to you what you haven't had the grace to say to me. Congratulations, Eric. And she walks (laughs) away which yes that is very that is a very very good point the very least that eric could do would be to be like damn tammy they they offered you the dean job like that's amazing way to go like Mm -hmm. you freaking rock but he never did that so i mean tammy kind of weaponizes that but she has she has reason for sure yes
1: uh The next morning, we see Tyra waking up in the, uh, the airstream, (laughs) (laughs) uh, Tim's, Tim's put it back together. Yes. Uh, she wakes Tim up and she tells him that she wants him to take her somewhere. Yep.
0: Over at the, uh, practice or locker room or whatever practice field house, maybe Jess leaves a folder in coach's office. And then she's kind of like looking through the plays on his desk or whatever, Vince comes in and, uh, you know, makes some remark about her going through coach's things. But then he says, you know, it, it feels like we're losing everything that we worked for here. Um, and he says, what about you and me? Asks, you know, about the state of their relationship or lack thereof. And, you know, she tells him that, you know, he has things about him that she really really loves and then you know other stuff comes out and it really really hurts her and Vince kind of asks her back and she hugs him and it looks like it's that one's back on as well.
1: Yeah. Get a little scene of Tim and Tyra there at Tim's Land which still has the for sale sign up in there or maybe it's for sale again because Tim is selling it. So I remember the, the sign
0: but I don't remember what it said. So yeah, that's oh. weird
1: um yeah maybe it didn't say for sale maybe it had like the big like sold sign on it i wasn't paying yeah. attention but i did know the yeah. sign was still yeah on. interesting yeah um yeah they're just there, kind of just staring at the land and tyra at one point just says like alaska huh yeah well and it was
0: it was beautiful like right they did a great job of portraying of showing like whoo this is like, yeah, this is a how could you not place. love this? Yeah. yeah. So really <laughs> like you yeah. want to go to Alaska? Not this. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, next we see grandma Saracen. Boo. boo. Grandma <laughs> Saracen. Boo. <laughs> boo. Uh, but Matt comes home and surprises grandma. She's obviously still not uh, right in the head, but yeah. she's very happy to see
1: him. I will say I wrote in my notes. We hate grandma, but this was a very touching scene.
0: I was mostly just hating on grandma, but Fair, if I would have let myself, it probably would yeah, I can acknowledge that it was nice, but yeah.
1: But yeah, I mean, it was kind of a sad moment where she's like, oh, did you tell your dad? And Matt kind of like pauses. <laughs> like, no, yeah. you're the only one I've told. You're the only one who knows. So. Yeah, see,
0: at that point, I was like, I don't know. Maybe I'm just hard hearted toward grandma. I was like, damn it, grandma, <laughs> seriously. <laughs> That's probably not fair to Grandma. I hope (laughs) someone treats me with more compassion when I'm old and demented. Uh, last scene, there's a knock on coach Taylor's door. It is buddy and the booster guy. Tammy answers the door. They want to talk to coach coach invites them in. Tammy is visibly pissed. Yeah. And as, uh, they go in, coach invites them in. Tammy, uh, kind of angrily whispers to coach as they come in 18 years in reference to the 18 years that he's she has followed him around being a football coach so woo, things are getting rough Spicy. between Spicy the Taylors. yep that's it end of the episode roll credits we will be right back we will give out our awards for We're back we're gonna give out some awards and like we always do we're gonna start with the coach taylor inspirating i don't know man how inspiring was coach this episode
1: this is tough because he has some real highs and some real lows i'm tempted let's, to go middle of the road and say five
0: okay right, let's start with the highs
1: because i can't think
0: sure. of what the highs for
1: coach are um i mean to me one of the great Coach Taylor moments, I think maybe of the entire series for sure of this season is him talking to Vince. Yeah. That's, uh, that's and true. kind of reassuring him, hey, you're going to be, you know, mm-hmm. the star of Of the Dylan Panthers next year and you are going to shine. You're going to be, yeah.
0: That's good. Yep. Uh, Lowe's include definitely his interaction with Tammy. <sighs> yeah.
1: Not great. Um, I think even his like modesty when he's talking to Buddy, when Buddy's like trying to convince him, like, hey, you're going to be the head coach next year, and him being like, I can't go back there. Like, I, it is not mm-hmm. part of who I am to go back there. Yeah. Uh, that you I think it a low? No, I'd consider that a high.
0: A high. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Oh, man. Now you've talked me into a little higher. Um, but I still think a little higher for me would be about middle of the road. So, yeah.
1: I think in i I'm thinking a middle of the road five because he has highs and lows. I'm willing, I would be willing to go down to a four, but that's about as far down as I'm willing to go. Uh,
0: yeah, let's go with five. I feel like those were some good points. So, definitely not a shining episode for Coach, but there are some moments. Julie Taylor Hado-Meter. Not a lot to hate here. No, she's barely in it. Um, She even like asked her mom, like, "Hey, how you doing? How you feeling about this? What do you, you know?" So that's rare for Julie. Uh, I thought it was weird that they were like super pumped about her being home early after she was like actively avoiding being at college. But you know, yeah, I think she did it the right way. Would be sure. I would have thought they would be concerned.
1: (laughs) What the hell are you doing here? This again? Are you kidding me? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, Melinda go, ah, man. I mean, borderline negative one.
0: It's slightly likable. She's slightly likable. I think it is. I think we are in the negatives. Pains me a little bit, but we are in the negatives. does. It's
1: weird. Yeah. We haven't been in the negatives in a while.
0: No, I think it's the less Julie we have is better for her for her case. So yeah. big rig beer tally. We Although you know
1: action. what? Oh. You know what? She does have a bit of a low moment where she just kind of goes by and stares at Matt's house. We might have to bring it down to a zero for that <laughs> weird moment.
0: I feel like I'm rooting for Matt and Julie, so I felt okay about that. It was a little weird, but I'm gonna leave it in the positives. Let's throw Julie this bone. Let's throw this
1: ball. All right. We don't have too many. No. uh, Too many left. So,
0: Big rig beard tally. What'd you come up with for that one?
1: I had two. That sounds about right Uh, to me. Both shared with Tyra. One while he was on the break uh, at Buddy's and one outside the trailer when uh, he reveals to her about how he took the fall for Billy. Yeah. The Alamo Freeze presents
0: the Matt Saracen Awshucks Goofus Malufus moment of the week. We had the one scene with Matt um, coming home to Grandma. Feel like he handled that pretty well. Not sure there was a goofus malufus moment in there.
1: Yeah, I don't. You could kind of. He wasn't too goofus malufus. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if that counts as goofus malufus. I can't think of much
0: of anyone else having any goofus Maloofus moments.
1: Yeah. Usually Luke takes over this. Uh, I think, I think we'll have a place for Luke in either
0: sleazeball or scumbag move yeah. of the week. So uh, we'll leave that one vacant this week. Let's move on to the Donnie buddy, Garrity sleazeball move of the week. I, I got to nominate buddy waiting in coach's car and just kind of <laughs> like, yeah, we need to talk. Yeah. <laughs> like,
1: <laughs> I think Buddy Buddy is, as we've mentioned, kind of back in <clears throat> full-on scheming mode yes. in this episode. Yes. Eric, think about it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Everything you could possibly want. Joe McCoy, stud of suds, smug scumbag move of the week. Oh, go ahead. Jumbotron. <laughs> 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 we got a jumbo Jumbotron. <laughs> the joe mccoy stud of suds smug scumbag move of the week i'm gonna go with freaking luke on this one yeah uh, but that's a pretty, that's poem a pretty put, why don't you put that in a little poem uh gross notable music cues uh my nomination i mean we don't have to pick a, a specific one uh because this is just all the notable music cues but definitely devil town
1: yeah i think it, it's a a hard and fast rule of the Reliving the Lights uh, <laughs> podcast that if Devil Town plays an episode, it's automatically the, <laughs> yeah, it's the top. Yep, the uh, song choice of the music of the week.
0: But uh, we would be remiss to not mention One Pillow by yeah.
1: Justin Mather.
0: Good tune. Nice little summer summer bop for you. Uh, maybe not a bop. I don't mm-hmm. know if there's any bops in this show.
1: No, it was a <laughs> you know it was a a low key country tune, but the kind of country that I like. Nice. Um, When I say my summer playlist, it's just songs that I'll be listening to (laughs) through a season. They'll be upbeat. They'll be downbeat. Uh, It's just kind of how my my Mm -hmm. seasonal playlists go. But this one's making it because.
0: Nice. Outdated pop culture reference. Throw
1: old Justin Mather my fraction of a cent here and there when I (laughs) listen to him on Apple Music. He deserves it. Yeah.
0: Outdated pop culture reference of the week or anything we need to cancel cancel corner there
1: had to have been something i think maybe uh matt saracen saying merry christmas when uh just a few years later mr obama would make it illegal (laughs) to say merry christmas and you can't say say that holidays there for a while
0: you cannot say well you can well you can
1: now because mr trump made it okay but but look out because barack hussein obama Made it illegal to say Merry Christmas, if we all remember, for those few years.
0: And Barack Hussein, Obama's buddy Joe, is really uh, attacking our rights when yes. it comes to saying Merry Christmas. So, yeah, that's a good point. Outdated pop culture reference. Uh, well, yes, the war on Christmas. Yes. Quote of the episode. The first thing that comes to my mind is Tyra. Uh yeah Her little was like a
1: drug. Yeah. Yeah, that's I think for me as well that one.
0: I'm just going to do a quick uh search in my notes for quotation marks. Yep, that one's Tyra. Uh a biting quote. I wouldn't give it quote of the episode, but when Tammy says, "I'm going to say to you what you haven't had the grace to say to me. Congratulations, Eric." It's a powerful quote. Yes, and that's all I noted, so we'll give it to Tyra just for that whole little scene there. Okay, who's the MVP of the episode who won this one? I I I think there's a case to be made for Tyra herself,
1: yeah i was gonna she comes back in
0: looking good she uh talks some sense into tim i think we don't know for sure what tim's gonna do but uh it seems like she's nudging him in the right direction
1: yeah i was gonna say there's an argument to be made nominate tim riggins as well i think he goes through a really positive arc in this episode
0: (laughs) yeah i think he's getting maybe getting pointed back in the right direction i don't know that he's there yet though Mm -mm. Um, uh, you know Tammy Taylor. We got to nominate
1: her. We got to name it. Standing up for herself. Tammy, yes, yeah. She she handles herself as always with poise and grace and beauty.
0: Absolutely, lots of beauty. Yes. It's it's not Coach. It's not Luke. No. It's not Billy. Not. Uh, <laughs> no. It's not Buddy. Yeah, I I feel like the answer is Tyra though.
1: Yeah, gotta hand it to her. I think gotta we can give it to, to Tyra. her. I know my Tyra Tyra bias, my Tyra <laughs> bias has been showing. Uh, maybe not lately, but uh, usually. So I'm glad that you mentioned it because I think the Tyra is. Uh, yeah. I think it's a good a good candidate.
0: Yeah. She's making a good showing here. I know, you know, you've you've loved Tyra and my wife loves Tyra and I was kind of always like, I don't know. But uh she's I think she's going to end strong here. So. Mm-hmm. Episode rating. How much do we like this episode?
1: I thought this was a really strong episode. I think it's the strongest episode in a while. I am willing to go strong 8 to a light 9.
0: I'm willing I I felt like a light 8 so let's uh let's keep it in the 8 range I think that's fair. Yep. F- definitely for this season it's good. Mm-hmm. Uh I don't think it moves into 9 territory yet but okay. uh good stuff I know the good folks who rated it on IMDb have it as a 9.0 so kind of right there with us. Mm-hmm. Okay before we get to our lesson of the episode, uh, it's been a little bit so let's do some social media shout outs.
1: I do want to mention real quick while we're getting to those that as I was looking for the quotes to see if there was any on IMDB I did notice a little piece of trivia about this episode. Oh yeah do do share. this episode Texas Whatever was directed by none other than coach Eric Taylor himself Kyle
0: get out of here. Kyle Chandler himself.
1: Kyle Chandler himself. Is that the only one he did? I don't think we've seen he has that. directed two things. This episode and an episode of Early Edition.
0: Hell yeah, he did.
1: <laughs> he must have had it in his contract. Like, I got to direct one episode. One. You got to give me one. <laughs> and, and, uh, hey, Peter. Hey,
0: Peter we're running out <laughs> 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 unless you want me doing the finale Peter <laughs> it's time <laughs> all right let's do these social media shout outs
1: all right longtime fan of the show maybe our OG first fan I think so I think that's and the first friend that we knew that that was right. first interacting with us first acknowledging us uh-huh uh Riley McKenna insco the OG D O G. shout out riley she tweeted to us uh actually i don't think you even told me that this episode was out so this was like a shocker to me when she when she tweeted (laughs) this uh she said the last episode was unhinged in the best way possible forget the big rig beer tally i'm gonna need an anthony and josh what you're drinking tonight tally This was an episode that I ended up listening to finally like a week after she tweeted at us. I went home for Easter. I went back to flat yeah. for about 20 hours and listened to it on the drive home and had like lost <laughs> memories come back and was like, oh yeah. Um, I can't remember. I remember like talking about tire pressure, uh, like tractor tire pressure. And I was like, this was one of those things that like, you know, middle of the week, like probably uh, a week after I recorded that, I was like sitting at work and was like, was I talking with somebody (laughs) recently about (laughs) fractured PSIs? Um, Surprisingly low. (laughs) Surprisingly (laughs) low. Um, I'm trying to think if there was a few other moments that I like had a like, oh, did I say that somewhere? Uh, And then it got released uh, on that episode. I can't remember what some of the (sighs) things were, but they were definitely like yeah. Well, thoughts.
0: my thing was with that episode, I completely, that was one of the episodes that I completely went on autopilot for uh, when I was editing. So, like, Sometimes I'm really listening close. Other times it's just kind of there. And if I hear a swear <laughs> word, like it's like, oh, I got to get that. Uh, so I must have been on autopilot. So when she. Oh, the when, crane
1: game. The crane <laughs> game. Thing what came you know about that crane, crane game? game. <laughs> what y'all know about that crane
0: game? <laughs> Which we've had no fewer than at least three texts back and forth
1: since then. About <laughs> the crane game.
0: <laughs> yeah. one today. I've got,
1: I've got cranes. Literal like cranes outside of both our (laughs) living room uh, window and our bedroom window, uh, because the two biggest construction projects in Sioux Falls history are happening both within one block of me. (laughs) So uh, I've got, I've got some prime crane game opportunities snaps uh, that I've sent to Josh. Nice.
0: Uh, Yeah. But, uh, so Riley, yeah, was uh commenting on just the level of unhingedness. Oh, and there was and also was the control, the sure.
1: long conversation about the Samoan war dance and whether it's cultural <laughs> appropriation. And this was also the episode that Miles Kuyper, friend of the show, yes, I uh, had texted us about that. I didn't because I texted and I was like, I'm not sure what you're talking about, but I'm sure that I was like trying <laughs> to be careful with my words. And was doing, <laughs> oh, yeah. That's it was about words. taking <laughs> advice from strippers. And, like no, well, yeah, that was and then in the same episode, yeah. There was like 20 minutes of me <laughs> struggling to find the words <laughs> for whether or not it's cultural appropriation still if it's done in a respectful way.
0: Uh yeah, and the the great thing about that is that I guarantee I cut out more than I left oh, in sure. on those. <laughs> <laughs> on those. they got left on the editing uh, room floor so shout out to Riley for uh, pointing out how completely un- unhinged and uh, intoxicated basically
1: we were yes. on that one
0: uh, and That was, so-
1: I think was that the second episode of the recording session or was that the first because I hate I mm. don't know if I want to listen to well the episode that you just released would have been oh the, no no no, the no second no 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 the because the, the episode that i listened to on the way back from houston that was a relatively calm one that was i think uh i think that was a first a one episode one so maybe the one we
0: released today is the second second okay. of the night. yeah so and it's not too it's not too wild Thanks. but cj arnold uh cj arnold likes to uh analyze our analysis so uh he says, following up on a point in a pod four months ago and probably don't remember talking about. You were confused why TMU invited Luke, but then focused on Vince. I think Vince is younger and can't be invited to campus yet. So this is a backdoor way to do it, which, yeah, is a detail that we hadn't thought of. Kind of fits in line with what we were saying, but that's a that's a good detail to it. So thanks, CJ, for that.
1: Um. Yeah, I don't know anything about college agreement or how do you, how any of that works but that i guess makes sense because vince is a junior but it seems weird that you couldn't invite a junior yeah
0: because i know like i just had a prospective student in my office like yesterday or the day before who was a junior um so i don't know if it's different for athletics but yeah.
1: well and, and texas might be different from iowa too there might be different rules
0: here's texas. one thing i do know you and i don't know much about college sports and other people know a lot about college. Sports, Have I
1: ever so. talked about my, <laughs> my college? <sports laughs> no, we're not going into this.
0: We're not going into this right now. Uh, other than that, uh, it's just our man uh, Chris at Martin Blank, uh, letting us know what he's drinking and and all that. So we love Chris. Thanks for shouting us out, Chris. Always appreciate it. I appreciate tonight. The, uh, uh,
1: the episode that I kind of pushed you to to finish because I was, uh, I knew I was going to go on this long drive back from Houston. Uh, He posted, he said, uh, thing of beauty. Glad to see you put up a new episode. I was considering a wellness check because it's been a a minute. Uh, Yeah. We got Josh is busy right now. (laughs) He's got a lot going on. So finishing up the year. Uh, We appreciate your, uh, your, uh, what's the word? Concern. Your concern, your patience.
0: Yes, yes, all of your patience. Um, I see Chris tonight. I don't know if you saw this. He was uh, sitting on his patio in a T-shirt on an early May night in Minnesota, drinking a Grain Belt Northeast. And yes, uh, if that's not the if that's not doing Friday night the right way, I'm not sure what is. So, shout go. out to you, Chris. This
1: Those is are my first. Uh, this is my first cutoff shirt while we're recording oh. in a while because we're getting to that right. to that season
0: very nice uh it was fine it finally stopped the wind finally stopped blowing for the first time in like a month today mm-hmm. or the last couple days and uh i just got to tell you you're, you 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 won't care about any of this but this morning on my bird feeder rose-breasted grosbeak cardinal ooh morning dove blue jay brown yep. thrasher house finch no goldfinches this morning but we have a lot of goldfinches uh, red crested woodpecker, both male and female. We were, it was murder's paradise, uh, on the Kuipers patio this morning. So, and wow. I got to credit the good we- weather for that. So haven't seen a re- r- uh, rose breasted gross beak in probably a year. So it was a big morning for us.
1: Well, uh, I think I speak for all of the real Living lights, uh, listeners when I say, okay, boomer. <laughs> Hey, it was another, It just like the podcast, it
0: was another pandemic coping mechanism.
1: Sure. <laughs> so, and you know, I love a good Cardinal. I love a good Blue Jay. Oh my uh, God. Are they, are they related? It sounds like, you know, uh,
0: I mean, they have they similar kinda,
1: vibes, right?
0: Yeah, definitely similar vibes. I guess I'm not for, far enough into birding <laughs> to know where they're like the same class of bird or whatever, but sure. yeah, they got, they got similar vibes. Blue Jays are kind of jerks, but. And they scare other birds away. Yeah, Blue but, Jays are assholes for sure. Yeah, but I still take them. You know, they can, they can. I think show. we're gonna.
1: Our generation is gonna be the first to do away with species and to bring in vibes.
0: <laughs> are those are those birds of the same vibe? <laughs> Cardinals and Blue Jays definitely the same. Vibe. Same vibes, one hundred percent. All right. Well. Uh, those are our social media shout outs. So that leaves us with the lesson of the episode. So, Anthony, what do you feel like we can take away? What's the moral? What's the lesson? What can we apply to our everyday lives?
1: When your life is in one place, I know that it can seem like that's all there is out there. <laughs> but once you get out, you really do realize how much more there is. Mm-hmm. And I think it's important. Whether you decide in the long run that you do want to be there or not, to explore a little bit, a little bit more, to be a Tyra, see what else is out there.
0: That's right. Would you would you say that it's kind of like a kind of like a drug?
1: Uh you know what? I I gotta say, man. I I you know we we already had mentioned this, but I really do think Tyra's dialogue not only in the, in the season three finale, which is still uh, a very special moment for me in this series. But in this episode, Mm -hmm. man, she really brings it. And I I think, yeah, it's a good description because Mm -hmm. especially this pandemic has really driven me more than anything away from Platt. I've spent Mm -hmm. in the last two years less than, I would say less than 60 hours total in plat in the last two years wow that's pretty wild um, and the, the more I'm away and the more that I have those like small voices kind of like keeping me in touch with it I'm just like man <laughs> you know like and I understand that I'm only two hours away I'm not even in you know I'm still in <laughs> right. South Dakota you <laughs> right. know but it's still just like it really is yeah the way that tyra described it like and i was never you know even when i lived there i was never really into the the rumors and the drama Mm -hmm. and all that stuff Mm -hmm. like i i kept myself pretty distanced from but especially now like the the few people that I'm still in touch with back there outside of my family, like well, occasionally be like, "Did you hear about?" Be like, "No. Why would I care about what that person is up to? <laughs> why, why can I possibly is their name Randall Brumbaugh or Zeke Heisinger? Then no. If it's not, I don't I care do what I, I don't care what they're up to. Uh, I went home for uh, Easter. I wasn't even home for Easter. I went home on Friday night and came back on Saturday. I was there for like 20 hours total. And the talk of the town was that Plaid Food Center sold. Uh, to county fair, don't oh, know if you really? heard. I did not sport. hear that. And yeah, everybody I talked to couldn't stop talking about it. It was all <laughs> anybody, I, you know, all anybody <laughs> wanted to talk about. It. And it's just like, my God, it makes me wonder. You know, somebody a few years ago asked me if I would ever move back to Platte, and I was like, "Oh, I'm not a farmer or a banker, so like, <laughs> right? Why? There's nothing there for me. You know, uh-huh. like, yeah." You, you know, I, there's literally nothing there for me. Every time I go back, there's a new small business close. But like, especially now, like, it's just, man, it makes me wonder what the town looks like in 15 years even, you know? Right.
0: All right. My uh, my lesson of the episode. Yeah. Be If you need a poignant moment in life, if you're feeling very reflective, if you feel like there's a lot of emotion going on, Go on and uh, go to Spotify or Apple Music, whatever your uh, music streaming player of choice would be, and just go on and flip on Devil Town, and it's gonna <laughs> it's gonna enhance whatever is going on in your life at that moment. So, I think that's it for the episode. Yeah. So uh, I've been thinking about this for the last month. It's been almost a freaking month since we recorded. Um, I wanted to give a shout out to our listeners in the West
1: Indies been thinking about that a lot. I'm really glad that you brought that up because I've also been thinking about something since the last time we recorded and I've oh, really yeah. been meaning to, to tie it up and put a bow on it. And, you know, I've gone back and forth on it of, of whether or not I should do it, but
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know, you, you just really put, put me over the edge. Yeah. Um, I think I'm going to do it. I, I, personally, I'm going to give a shout out to our listeners in Laos.
0: Wow. 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 Yeah. I mean, I'm not, I'm not going to argue with you on that. If you, you know, let me know if you change your mind on that. I will cut it out. Mm. Uh, cut that, nope. cut that, cut that. But
1: keep it in. I support
0: you. I support you in that. Um, Thank you. Niall. Thank you. If you're out there, let us just let us know. Yeah. We're in. We're considering a wellness
1: check at this point. By, by the time that this episode is released, we're going to be done recording. Like done, done recording for sure, right? Like, yeah, probably. Yeah. There's, there's so there's so reach outs left to give. Uh, Niall, if you're hearing this, we probably at this point have reached out to you via social media to yes. try to work out something. <laughs> um, First of
0: all, to make sure you're okay. Second, to yes. uh, see if you'll you'll come on the show. Uh yeah so wherever you are wherever you are listening we thank you shout out to you uh, the true MVP of the episode as always um, it's been a pleasure as always Anthony talking Friday Night Lights with you yes we will Thanks. see you all next week for my goodness the final episode no the season finale, not yes, the final, episode, the, of not the final the episode of Reliving the Lights. Not the final episode of Reliving the Lights. The season 5 finale of Reliving the Lights, a Friday night Lights rewatch podcast. Let's touch God this time, boys. Let's touch God.